Hello and welcome to another episode of the TNN show. Chris again is here. He's the mainstay of the show. You know, he's going to be giving a lot of analysis. I think today is going to be a very special day for Chris because of the topics that we've got. And <laughs> why are you laughing, Chris? Never. Uh, yeah, I just think it's going to be one of your happiest episodes. Uh, so we, we do look at a lot of topics in the football world. So guys, if you just want to maybe get a, a sneak, a, a preview before we even do the shows, remember we get all these topics from TK News. .co.zw, that's our website where we do a lot of sports stuff so you can actually get a lot of information from there before you analyze it as well so the big talking point of this past weekend what really happened in the world of football Chris I don't remember can you give us a hint what was the biggest thing to happen this weekend <laughs> Chris is Chris is just <laughs> he's trying to um, act as if he doesn't remember but let me remind you guys it was the Champions League final. It was uh, it was a Champions League final, you know. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what was the result, by the way? I I think I didn't watch the match. What was the result? Um, what uh, that was a very good win, you know. Three no win to uh, Ali. Um, I know you're gonna give me the platform, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm as a Chiefs fan, we uh, have to give you five minutes to just talk about. But it. I'm going to give the panel to myself. Yeah. And just start from the you know from the from the first whistle, you know. Okay. Um, I have to say it was a it was a good you know showing from Kansas Chiefs the first fifteen. I mean everyone I, I think was all right. Ken Kelly, you know. Yeah, thing. I agree. I thought you um, you were going to say for the first ninety minutes, then I was gonna be like, "Are you crazy?" But yeah, I do agree. They first, started um, first fifteen minutes, you know, um, Mashaning Ngobo and uh, Nuko Virginia getting getting a feel of the ball, you know, in in the attacking third. Mm. A bit of lags, you know, there and there, of course, which is why they didn't manage to, you know, to bury their chances. Okay, no, to bury whatever spell or whatever, you know, momentum that they tried to build. But from 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 the twentieth minute till the ninety, yes, it was it was, it was a no show from from you know uh, from Amakos. It was a. It was more like okay, Peter, we we respect you. You are the best coach in town. Here's the league. Sorry, here's the uh, here's the Champions League. You can go on, you know, celebrate. Uh, Fufu, Motepe's dreams of you winning with Ali, you winning with Sundowns. Yeah, I don't know, but there's a thing, Chris. Mashani for me, three out of ten. Okay, actually. Because of the red card, in a, a very, very solid zero. Zero out of yeah, two. Yeah, because right? I think it's a stupid red card. Because Aaron Alive. It's a stupid one. He is so late, extremely late. There is no way he was going to get to that ball. There is no way. One, a stupid challenge. Two, you late. Three, it's, we're literally seven minutes away from halftime. He didn't need to make the challenge. Seven minutes away from halftime. I I'm telling you the truth right now. Yeah. With the shaky first half, okay, with the first good fifteen minutes that we had, but then the remainder of the half uh, getting shaky, you can't lose your head. You 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 can't, right? You need to stay in the game. You need to know that chances are gonna come. Ah, oh, Hidden scored. They hadn't created anything. Every uh, all the four shot all the four shots towards goal in their first half, all of them were off target because it was close there. That four-two block had 
that central player is closed. So the easiest thing that uh, that they had to do was take on shots, take on shots. But at pace, you know, spirits had the balls flying over the goal, right? <laughs> but then you call them spirits. But then second half, right? Yeah. Um, we come in because um, Hashem is out of the pitch. The, the defensive work towards Ngobo and Parker obviously, you know, has to increase a bit. Further that, when we now need to press, let's say, an early player, Parker is now getting drawn into play, Blom gets drawn into play. On the left-hand side of our early, they had joy. They had joy. The ball is coming there. Um, Batlele is now caught between a, a, a 2v1. Can he mark this player who can cut inside, hit a shot, or should he follow the left back who was bombing up and down the pitch the whole 90 minutes? That's when everything just started to crumble. That's when everything uh, just started to crumble for me. The tactics from the get go were were spot on for me. Like I, I wanna be very honest. I was about to ask you maybe, about the tactics. Maybe personal, personal. Maybe a machine in for uh, for Kama Bilek, you know, because I, this is just generally my belief, Tinashe, and and I always say this. Yeah. The first time I ever played the best, best game of my life was when either a senior was not there or a senior was injured. Because when you come in and you're supposed to surpass your senior and you're really starting, it's not every, it's not every young talent who has the ability to outclass someone who's on the bench, yet they're already playing. Some youngsters prefer to, okay, you come out, then I come in and then make sure that I just try and maintain. You know, I just try and maintain. That's other thing. But the pressure hit that lad. Oh it hit him from top to bottom. Could not could not secure a pass. Could not make a pass. Could not dribble past the player. Parker for me, four, four, three out of ten. Because first fifteen minutes, he's getting the ball, he's doing the simple thing, he's moving the ball. If if every single time that pocket did get the ball and all they considered on was just, you know, maybe just playing it a bit. Because we were in formation. But after that, you know when you start pressing a lot, but they're still bypassing. That drop back to cover the 45. When you drop back, you, you think it's about to take a shot that they just recycle. Then they go side to side. They wear you out. They open your lines um, vertically. And uh, what's the what's the what's opposite of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> open yeah. your lines um, horizontally, um, horizontally and also vertically? Then that then means you're gonna be well out. And by the by the time the game reached seventy, Kings of Chiefs in the tank, nothing is done. And also, I'll just I'm not really want to give an excuse, but we also consider the conditions. I only knew obviously. For Kansas Chiefs to get the ball, they're gonna to need to press us. Is there pressing? It's hot. Let's just give them a runaround. And it's summer in that desert region. Let's, just imagine. Let's just give them a runaround. You can't press a team for ninety minutes. It's not possible, right? So, the fact that that they couldn't press for ninety minutes when they sit, the ball is being passed around. But could they really just stay there and watch them play? They had to press and go get the ball. But a ten-man press against a fifteen-man alley. Yeah, because I'm gonna lie. 
if I then consider how even Dieng, that CDM, came into the game for Ali, that was two players in one. That was two players because I remember there's a time when yeah. uh, Billeting will try to press the guy, yes. right? He literally just holds the two of them off and releases the ball. Simple like that. But, but now my question is, does Katane not have the strength? Is he not one of our hearts uh, working uh, midfielders? Yeah, he is. He is. I don't know, but yeah, um, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, it was a very poor performance. Um, I'll start from the top. Nukovic probably a five out of ten. You know, nothing that came to his chest was really sticking. You know, when he did get the ball to his chest, he's trying to dribble, and you know he's a big lad and everything. We don't really expect that from him. You know, all he's supposed to do is just get the ball down on your chest. If it's if there's no real option. In, in the final third, just reset the ball into the into the middle third midfield, or literally just go back to your left back or your, or right. Okay, no, not right back. But I mean, you can't switch the ball from the side. <laughs> to the side. Yeah. But you know, and even for me, the the awareness of not knowing if you're playing with a Nukovic, what's your best bet? Do you sit deep, hit the ball long, or you all go to one side, hit the ball long there so that you can win the second ball? Because um, in the air. Nukovic was winning everything, but but most of the times he's flinging on the ball to an hourly player. To an hourly player. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he's chasing down the ball. Three players uh, of Ali already like uh, around him. If he loses the ball there, yeah. because Kansas Chiefs are sitting deep, right? Because of na how naive they were yeah. uh, and everything. But the time that you want to press our Ali, you're opening lines in between, right? Okay, Nukovic five. Marshall is zero. That's zero so out of ten. No, he's so a young kid. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, maybe, maybe he's going to learn from this experience. That's yes. what Wenko, you know, these are the experiences. Yes, experience. and you will watch the show and he will see me say zero. And if. I think maybe three. I will tell you. Yeah. In football. Yes. I used to have a coach in Zim, Marvin Moy. Yeah. Right? Marvin Moy had no second chances with you. It's either you get the job done or you're out. I understand. And for Mashiani, inexperience, late tackles, zero, zero traps. Oh, okay, no, not zero. <laughs> you're just being harsh on the kid, Chris. You know, you have to encourage him right. to do better. But um, uh, but I'll say one thing. Uh, you know, well done to you know to, to Mobo and Mashiani for taking you know the 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 the, the courage. I remember the. There's a team I once played with where you tell them to start and they really say, nah, I want to come off the bench and stuff. So for a young player to be given the nod like that, you know, by one of the biggest coaches, you know, Stuart Baxter, and be able to take on the chance, it's, we're going to applaud, but for, but for the facts and for, for what football stands for, right? Machine's performance was dismal. I agree, I agree. No, I do agree. Di Poor. Yes, I agree, Chris. Below standard. So maybe a three out of ten. So 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 you call below standard a three out of ten. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Uh, Chris mm. is just being harsh. Mm. Okay, go on, go yeah. on. Yeah. Then um uh yeah, so so Machine really uh his whole game was just a flop, honestly speaking. Um yes. come in come uh, come the new season. Big mentality now, you know. Um he uh hit the gym, do the sprints, you know, hit the jog and just, you know, get stronger, you know. Um 
they have played against Ali now. They know what they are about. Um, they know the heat now. Yeah. They know what the Cuff Champions League uh, now stands for. So, if they are played at that level, now come now come the season. Yeah. All they just need to do is fight so that they can get their placement in the Champions League for the following season. Since they can't participate in the season since they finished. Eighth. Eighth. Yeah, your club are dismal. Dismal. Yeah, they're dismal. Everything about them. But I don't know. I hope I hope you enjoyed watching the class act because it was like a yeah an art lesson from our island. I actually um uh, haven't finished. Then we yeah. go into Parker. <laughs> Parker four, you know, because uh, he he did show a bit of maturity and also for me it was just generally the hard work. In as much as you know that okay the team was down, I saw him you know chasing a couple balls you know up and down the pitch. In as much as he was trying to. In as much as sometimes he was losing his discipline and and pressing a four man, a four man uh, Ali. Yeah, and it's what 34, 35. In, in that structure, I mean, you, you can't do that. So people who can pass the ball like that, you just need to hold your shape, stay compact, keep your lines, you know, uh, vertically and horizontally, nice and tight, watertight, and just make sure that you don't concede anything. But now, when you're not forced to press, you know, a bit, and you don't really have the legs to be pressing, you know it. It it uh, it kind of took a toll. Mm, didn't really make any key passes for me a, a lot of the times, and I did expect him to switch the ball and everything to where the overload was. He wanted to dribble through, you know, like what many South African players, you know, try to do. You know, some a lot of the times. I think the only team that I haven't seen who do the, who play the ball with intent are Mamelodi Sundowns. You know, honestly speaking, yeah, but, I think they had a great teacher. But, but 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 some of these, but some of these other clubs. It's it it's it's needless dribbling, needless passing. You know, uh, you're spending four, five, ten touches on the ball. You know, not really going anywhere. And right. the the Kasi flavor is you know uh, the 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 way that they play the football. But when you then go to teams like Al Ali, where yeah. they care about the tournament and winning the tournament, and not really the personal you know game that they have, they then there's gonna be a huge difference. So in other words, you're just telling me that these South African players suck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will, I will, I will give credit, you know, to a few. Yeah. I will tell you, someone like Shalulile, he does not, he's there for the job, you know, he's yeah. there to finish, right? Because then I'll, I'll take you back. Um, Orlando Pirates against uh, Casey Chiefs, you know. Rakali gets the ball on the wing. In in as much as in in as much as there are two two uh two nil up, I think it was two nil. Two nil up, right? And it's probably like seventy five minutes. He starts to dribble. No, but Rakele was just a poor player, bro. Mm. I, things, I think you give him five stars on FIFA, but then everything else yeah. is not really good at. Right? He he's not doing uh skills uh, on the ball and everything. I'll tell you the truth. Remember when Ronaldo used to dribble a lot in that Arsenal game? Who kicked him again? I don't know who kicked him, but I... At the corner flag. Yeah. I've never seen Ronaldo dribble needlessly like that. It's because a lot of the times, you know, they just allow it, you know. And I hate that type of football. South African players dribble needlessly. Needlessly. Right. You know, even sometimes when I see, like, uh, those games are in the castle, you know. Honestly speaking, for the love of Disky, for the love of Kasi flavor, Probably that's the stage where it should. But now when we come to professional football, right, we need results. We need some determination within the players to, to show whether they really want to be in the club or not. 
So yeah, then um, um Chris, the next Jose Mourinho <laughs> doesn't allow players to even dribble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. Uh, then we move on to Blom. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought Blom was very poor. Three. <coughs> <coughs> Three out of ten for me. Yeah, he was very poor. One, it was a positional discipline. Um, not knowing when to press, not knowing uh where the danger signs were really gonna come from. I mean. For a good 10 20 minutes, you could see that Mpasile was being overran yeah, being on the wing. Instead of you being the second sentiment, the, the 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 second number eight, you know, to cover that wing position, so that because in that position, if Mpasile now goes nice and tight on the on the wing back, right, then obviously Blom now concentrates. Sorry, on the wing, huh? then Blom now concentrates uh, uh, on the wing back or vice versa. They can easily neutralize. But if we if we look at a lot of times, even that goal, oh, I think two of their goals, all two goals yeah. came from a central position. And in all those two goals, Basile and Blom were nowhere to be seen. Yeah, Malu was nowhere. doing them really nowhere. good. Yeah, Malu there on the left back. But, um, yeah. Then Katsandi, probably an, an, an easy four, poor communication really, you know. Some of the times I'll notice that he can, he's facing play, he can see that uh, we're in the structure. But a lot of the times when, I don't know, is is it a thing that they can't hear each other, but... They can, surely they but, can. Chris. But if we could hear them so loudly yeah. through the mics, then on the pitch, I mean, surely there, there, was, there, was, there were no fans there. So that means you can definitely hear yourselves, because if we could hear what the coaches are saying... Right, or sometimes even I, I think I could even hear the ref sometimes. You know, when he had that that yellow card, I, I could hear. You know, we always we yeah. always ask. You know, whether when are they going to introduce that thing where we really yeah. need to see? But <clears throat> yeah, um, uh, then really for someone who was playing CDM, no, no, no. I like it when you're emotional. He didn't control it. He didn't control it at all. But why did he have the ability to control it? But 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 the thing is, are we when we face a a West Brom, are we gonna say Livermore did not control the midfield because because he didn't have the ability? You expected to control. So when we ask you if you didn't control, it's it's a yes or no question. It's not a do you have the quality or do you not? All right. Yeah, it's yeah, a yes or no question. So Kazande did not control the midfield and hence he failed. All right. Let's be very honest. If you play CDM, the only reason why. Kevin Phillips and Rice had so much credit during the during the Euros was because of how well they managed to control the midfield. In as much as it was not the dynamic controlling of the midfield, right? It was sufficient enough for, for England to be where they are right now. No, I, I agree with you, yes. Chris, but that's what I'm saying. You you look at the teams that England were playing against, the CDMs uh, failed to control the midfield because Phillips and Rice were controlling it. Was it because those CGMs had a lack of quality or... <laughs> Maybe Katsand um, is just not good enough for the stage. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trying to be... No, I'm not trying to be harsh. Yeah, no, but fights, fights, maybe, fights, maybe that was it. Maybe Sorry. he got phased by the occasion. I don't know. Probably, probably, yeah. But, but I was... Just... I understand your disappointment as a Kaiser Chiefs fan. But yeah, yeah, yeah go yeah. on. Frostler. Frostler. Frostler 5.56. Because... Yeah. His average kind of dropped for me because 
in as much as he knew that okay i'm i have parker you know uh in the squad and everything if i do pop up on the wing if i do put a ball in the box you know Nukovic and everything but we need to realize that my team is failing to put the ball high up the pitch right him bombing up and down the pitch just killed the team right he was uh, he he was not uh he was not conservative in the way he was going up and down the pitch he was it, it, it was a bit lax for me thinking that he could overlap like uh the whole time because even if i noticed that goal that um that was scored by the first one yeah by the strike how yeah. i remember uh sheriff yeah sheriff where that winger the channel he runs into if Frostler is close enough, yeah. I'm not necessarily saying he also, he, he's not going to score, but in football, all we ever say is just just make it a bit more. Yeah, make it difficult. Make the player work a bit harder. Yeah. Right? Then we always complain, you know, whenever we play FIFA. Akpe, there is no way a player from that position can blast in the ball. The only way you can score from there is either around you or a delicate finish. Stay high and tight on your feet till the player hits the ball. You get there, you're already facing the other way. You're facing the other side. For me, when I see that run, then I see Mato, right? He's running towards the goal. I was like, oh, perfect, he's going to close. But then there's a moment he just stops. Why are you stopping? I don't know, maybe he was trying to offset trip. No, <laughs> no. As soon as you see that there's a ball in behind, Cardoza is beaten there. There's no way because you can't recover. Yeah. Because if it's let's say high high up the pitch, all that player has to do is just take a touch on onto his inside. Cardoza uh, is behind. He's on the inside, right? You're right. Mato, as soon as you see that Cardoza has been beaten for pace and the keeper has come out, you are running straight onto the goal line. Because I wish we could see footage or something, and, <laughs> yeah. and I'll show you this. He just decelerates for maybe two seconds. Then by the time that he says, oh, it's because his assumption is Akpe is he's already covered. Yeah, he's, he's covered. Really, really covered. But you don't assume those type of things. All you ever do as a defender. Let's let's take a, a very good example. Um, there are times when, you know, West Brom will lose, uh, let's say, 5-3, right, yes. to, to, let's say, a city. Okay. In as much as they do concede, some of the clearances or some of the defending I see, if they don't defend with their hearts like that, they're losing 10 3. Right? Yeah. So it's that determination for me. That's not there. Even if you remember Pedro against uh, Brazil. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. David, David Luiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw that. Or his back line was beaten. He did not even concentrate on Pedro. He went straight to the line. That straight was one to the of the line. best goal and fairness. Yes. Even, even yeah. Boateng. Noya comes out uh, for a cross. Boateng sees my keeper is out. It's not one-on-one -on -one, uh, against the striker. The next opportunity. Bonucci. Um, the Euros. That outside. Uh, was it Bonucci? No, no, no. It wasn't. Uh, I think it was Florenzi. Fl Florenzi. Against Germany. You notice that, okay. The ball has got a it's a corner kick. My go my goalie, there's no way he can see everything from the left and everything from the right. 
I will assume you will cover centrally and everything, but for this post, I will cover. The ball is hit nice and crisp. He throws on the leg, he defends. It's all, it, it's all type of things, but I mean, I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, um, yeah. I've always supported in your chiefs from from a very young age, you know, when uh, um, when you said Tao. Kune was still at his prime, you know, we still had um, Musona was still part of our ranks, you know, uh, uh, and everything. But you're not that good anymore. This performance was was a no-no for me. It's a zero. Um, my best bet is, I hope that that tactical discipline that they did manage to show for the first 15 minutes, when, every, when everyone comes in and when Billiard, because, because I want to be very honest, that game... Mobo and Machine if we have a brilliant and, and Wanyama in as much as they don't have too much pace, I'm sure we could have just created something because let's be honest, I didn't see how Ali used pace at any point. Yeah. There yeah. was there was this place looked too fit for me, hey? And they, yeah, they are, they've got a great trainer. They've got a great trainer. But I mean, if you if you hold on to the ball for a good seventy minutes, how, how then you, you don't run yourself how, into the ground. How can you be tired? Then you know you can you can uh, put in players like Dieng in the second half. And Dieng even sweat. Let's be honest. He didn't even break a sweat. He didn't even break a sweat. Not yeah. even. So yeah. Uh, but uh, I will. I will just finish off. You know. Um. On um. On a. On a high note. Uh, well done to Ali. You know. And uh, Patrice Motepa. I think we 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 need to definitely give him the accolade. He he deserves everything. Why does Patrice Mozebe deserve accolades? Because, sorry, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, yeah. well done to Peter Mozebe. He's the best know. coach in Africa. Pardon me for that. Um, well done to you know uh, one of the best coaches uh, in Africa. You know, um, Peter. Uh, I, I think on the on the global stage, he he's really doing it. You know, good for Africa. He's really doing well, and I think. Mm, European sides, you know, where it just happened. I think he should go to the Premier League now. Yeah, he, he can definitely fit. Uh, probably, I would say, yeah, somewhere around the top leagues. Yes. To get a feel. Exactly. The Premier League is hot. All right. First season in. Maybe he goes to the Bundesliga. First season in, yeah. because, if I can be honest, when when he now faces a Pep or 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 or, or any of those guys. If if you're gonna be a top coach, right? Whenever you face, let's say, El Mourinho, you know he's you know you know he's a special one. You know he's a loud mouth. You know you know he talks a lot and everything. You just want to you know just beat him a bit yeah. so that yeah. So I think that that experience for me, he needs to feel one or two losses at a lower level, right? Then he will grow. He will grow. How old is he now? I don't know. I think he's in his fifties or late forties. Yeah. So, but one thing I can say about uh, Peter Chris, I think what I like about him, why I think he can fit in in, in top leagues, yeah. is he's got the personality. He's got that edge. He, he also talks a lot. Mm. He's a bit like Mourinho. You, you mm. talk a lot of shit in the press. You remember when he came here? Then they beat Sundowns, and he was talking a lot of shit about the Sundowns owners and everything. Yeah. How they were planning all these protests against him. You know, he also talks a lot of shit. I think that's why I like him a, a lot in the top leagues because he's got that personality. You, yeah. you bring a lot of mm. yeah. So but, you're done venting about Chiefs now. But one thing I I yeah. will say is you won't fail. 
Yeah, you won't fail. He's, he's good you enough. Won't fail. Nah, he's, he's good he's, enough. He's good enough. Listen, European teams take a take a bet on this guy, Pizzo. He's he's one of the very best in the world. Yeah, definitely. I rarely say this about African coaches, but he is the one from Africa. I think he's the best one yeah. we, we've created in, in a long mm. time. All right. So I, well I wanted to done. ask you about uh, the the striker, the first goal, because uh, you were complaining about this, the first goal. I just really like the movement and the quality of that goal. Yeah. My 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 problem, Chris. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but I don't see strikers like like that. You know, near that level in the Absa Premiership, in the DSTV Premier League, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't see any strikers near that level. Maybe Shalulili, but all the other ones, I don't see them with that type of quality. With the type of quality, yeah. What can be done to improve, you know, the DSTV Premiership? Because uh, on another level, you know, this was just showing us that, you know, mm. the the difference in quality between those guys playing in Egypt and the guys playing in, in the DSTV Premiership. Mm. Wearing, I think, in South Africa, yes, the culture is. I just, I, I just need to settle. Wherever my talent will get me, get get that get at that amount settled and done. In Europe, it's not about you settling. It's about. Can I be the one in on the center stage, right? Can I be the one who's who's, who, you know, who's in the mix of? I have everything, you know. I have the most assists. I I have the most goals, you know, uh, and everything. Because for Ronaldo and Messi to perform at the level that they performed for this past decade, you need to have a certain level of determination, right? Even if I, let's say, honestly speaking, even if we look at a good team like Sundowns, some of the injuries that they even have, I want to be very honest, even sometimes Andy Lejali will go for, when it's off-season, he'll come back, the will wait game. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like William and Hazard. Yeah, you know, like William and Hazard, you know. <laughs> mm, it's that, it's, it's that type of show where I'm just like, okay, so... Are you really concerned about what's happening here on the football pitch, or is your, or you know, or are your, or are your goals, you know, uh, somewhere else, that type of thing? The 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 determination is not uh, cross-sectional within uh, the squad. The coach might have high ambitions, but probably the players that are employed are not really, you know, doing the job, you know, to that level. And I think I'll. I could say other things, but I'll put it down to determination. Right. Yeah. They, 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 they get the comfort of, oh, I'm getting my money now, I'm playing for a top team, I'm coming out on TV, then for you, that's that. But for, but for Ronaldo, it's even those matches when he does lose, can he contribute maybe two goals? Because he knows that on another day, my effort for two goals was going to help the team. But for today, I now need to focus on my personal growth. That type of thing, you know, so, but now, I notice a lot of the times, a Premier League team, the reason why those games always end in draws is because they get one, let's say five minutes, and they actually score early, and if you have a betway slip, you're going to be thinking, oh, today, I put that 3.5, I'm getting my goal. Yeah, today. there's a lack of goals. They score, one in, ten. They score yeah. one in 10. Uh, before I go too far, I want to be very honest. If I see Leeds score one, in, in 10 minutes, I know that game is going to be very high scoring because the other team is like, no, we can't sit back. 
if Leeds can score in 10, we can score in the next two and also defend better, then score again in the next five. And then we, we you know, we, we rack up the goals for the squad from a personal growth as well. But in SA, they score one at 10, pass the ball needlessly. And do those needless skills. Do those needless skills. Come, come, uh, uh, come the second half, the other team gets a spell. They score, they also get comfortable, but they're like, okay, ah, this is better uh, than a loss. Yeah. Then they settle there. So, yeah, maybe there's a lot to improve within uh, the GSTV Premiership's uh, sporting culture. That's what I would say. Uh, so, I think we need to wrap this up. Uh, Pete Thomas Manis team, I think they're going to win the league again. <laughs> Do you think they're going to win the Champions League next season? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, yes. That's going to be mm -hmm. three in a row for Pete, all right? Uh, okay, now let's look at your team a little bit better. There are rumors you guys have signed Kigan Dolly, Bongani yeah. Zungu. Of course, you guys had a year where you couldn't even buy players. Maybe that showed on uh, on Saturday that you, you hadn't bought players in a very, very long time. Your squad looks old. Mm. You, you've got some players there who are still playing for Kaiser Chiefs who I don't think could even fit at a golden mm. arrows like Matovo. I don't think he still deserves to be a top player. What, 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 I'm going to give you a chance to just predict the future for Chiefs. Mm. What do you think is going to happen next season? You've got Stuart Baxter, then maybe a lot of more money because you didn't spend it uh, over over the last year. I think uh, it's going to be, it might be a better campaign, you know. Um, top four, probably. Do you fancy yourself to challenge Sundowns? Because mm. Pirates also do. have to have the expectations yeah. to try and challenge. I do, yeah. but one thing I'll then put it down to is those mistakes from our early. I want to be very honest. If, if, if those tactics and those and and that discipline changes from that our early game into the season, they can perform at any level. And women at any level because sometimes. You know, when the game ends, we'll be like, ah, but they started well. How do they? That how. You want to remove that how? If in training they can fix that how, they're done. They're done for me. All right. Yeah. So done. give me your top four GSTV Premiership next season. In uh, order. Uh, in order. Sundowns. Yes. Chiefs. Yes. Chief second, wow. Pirates. Big improvement, guys. Then Swallows. Alright. Yeah. So I'm as a look and do it again. Um I do not know why. Yeah. But I feel like it was it was an injection of, you know, courage, determination by Benny McCarthy, but do, do they have the the quality to, to keep it, it up? Yeah. To keep it up. Yeah, yeah. That's courage. that's my only question. Stevie was their star show, but he's only 28, he's only, sorry, he's 28, and, you know, for some reason, you know, when a player passes, you know, a certain age, usually in the British Premiership, in as much as they are good in, in, in everything that they do, we can look at Mabena from, you know, uh, Celtic, Celtic yeah. he has moments of class, but it's not class personified from the first minute. Yeah, it's just so inconsistent. It's very in, in, uh, uh, inconsistent. So, can Benny McCarthy... Uh, uh, you know, keep Mulenga, uh, keep uh, Stebe, you know, all those players who who, uh, who had a very good run, uh, and also uh, Jeremy Motwa, you know, uh, the, the the goalkeeper, you know, he just recently won uh, the Kosovo Cup. Congratulations who, uh, who uh, to, to him with uh, with uh, the Kosovo squad. So, can they 
can they can they maintain that job so that they can keep going but one thing that i do know is uh, sometimes i'm gonna be too hot all right since, you, hot, since yeah. you've given your predictions we're gonna look at them in may uh, let me correct you whilst you still have mm -hmm. a chance to correct you. I yeah. think Sundowns, yes, definitely. They're, yeah. still, they're still tops. But I'll, I'll put my Pirates in second. Okay. I don't think we can be mm. Western Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Mm. Then Super Sport in third. Then maybe Kaiser Chiefs in fourth. Super Sport in third? Yeah. No. no. I think they're going to be consistent. Never. Super Sport? Yeah. Super Sport either six or seven. Oh, that's well, why I know them. They're gonna shock you this time. My man Kaitano is K gonna shock you. KT. Yeah, will, KT. Uh, I'm telling you. We're from Zimbra. We have seen <laughs> that football. Okay, yeah. No, Supersport don't play nice football, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I think they're gonna get a lot more results yeah, this year. Uh, what's, what's, what's the guy's name? The top goal scorer. He's gonna score a lot more goals. Uh, Grobler. <laughs> Probably Grobler. He's gonna be top goal scorer once again. And, you know. He's gonna put them third. Yeah, then yeah. you guys maybe come fourth. Maybe, but yeah, yeah. maybe. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we hope for the best <laughs> in quotes for Chiefs. Yeah, whatever happens. We're moving on now into the other topics, subtopics yeah. we've got for the show. Uh, UEFA and uh, Comembo, the association in, uh, in, in South America, they're saying they want to create something called a Maradona Cup. Okay. Yeah, where the champions of uh, the Copa America play the champions of uh, the Euros. They might say, I don't know if they're going to agree. If they don't agree, I think... They, it's just gonna be a friendly. Do you want do you want there to be this tournament, this Maradona Cup? Is is it a good watch or what? Which teams are gonna participate? Yeah, Argentina won uh, the Copa America, so it'd be Argentina and just each other. It's just like a one-off game. Mm. Yeah, you mm. like it? It's a yeah. I think it's a it's a good match, you know. Uh, just to. But now I'm thinking something that is introduced. So. Like all of a sudden into the game like this, yeah. Are the players gonna feel the significance of it? All right. Are yeah. the coaches gonna bring in their top tactics? Are, are they gonna play? It's gonna be a friendly. Oh, oh, oh it's gonna be a friendly yeah. because a, a lot of the times I, I think we've noticed uh, friendly matches between international teams sometimes. Yeah, they, they suck. They just so flat. Yeah. And everything so yeah. Um. What I was thinking is, Maradona Cup will probably be the best south american the best 11 from south america if this is the best uh, from europe the the mm. team of the tournament of the euros from europe. yeah i think that'd be uh, an ex exciting but idea. how about include play the Maradona cup with all with, with all the with all the yeah all the national teams the best team from the best 11 from africa all right the best 11 from um south america i think i'd like that the best 11 from North America, because I think Africa would, would really get a chance to win. We've yeah. got some good players. The best eleven from Europe. I don't know who's going to be the African goalkeeper. Yeah. Because, because I want to be honest. Yeah. Th this is this is uh, this is something that I also question. Yeah. You know, a lot of the time. When why is the Maradona Cup only being concerned to people who play the Euros and those who play the Copa yeah, of America? Course, you know, yeah. How about those who play the Kosafa? Yeah. How about those? It, it could be a lower league, but how about those who played? Uh, which other uh, national tournament was there? I think uh, in North America they're doing the Gold Cup at the moment. That's like the Afcon in yeah, North America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, all those things. So we need to see the best of Pulisic around other North American players. 
I, I want to see the best of Messi around other, you know, alongside Vidal, you know. Messi Neymar. Messi Neymar. I also want, within Africa, I want to see, you know, Tembazwane play alongside, you know, um, maybe... Mm, uh, Chris, though, would he play? Ah, uh, Tembazwane would go. Ah, uh, bro, maybe Tembazone. as a sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. As but a sub, I would even fit, bro. There's <laughs> a lot of talent. Zwane would fit. I'd actually pick like Iwobi over Zwane, bro. There's a, there's a lot of players. <laughs> I know you like it, but no, Vanya and Salah are going to be playing on the wing there. Just like at Liverpool. Yeah. I don't know what the striker is going to be. Zaha is going to be there as well. We've got a lot of African talent, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of players. But yeah. it won't be that combined uh, XI be, be those who play. Zaha didn't right. play anything. Okay, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay, I feel you. Maybe. Yeah, but but yeah. Um, from an from emotional point of view, yeah. I'm a bit... How many players, how many teams from Europe qualify for the World Cup? Uh, there's a lot. I think about 14. 14 of the 32 uh, are supposed to be European so, so, so why is it 5 for Africa? No, maybe because they say, I don't know why why they, they put that thing there. Is it FIFA rankings and stuff like that? Because a lot of the African teams are, are lower ranked. Level the playing field. No, but... Level okay, Chris, I understand. I, 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 I agree with that, but at the same time... You look at even the five that go for Africa, like in 2018, all of them, they just got whipped. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? But the fact that matters is, this guy's got a chance to be there and show their talent. All right, maybe, maybe. I, I kind of agree with you. I, I, I I'm a, actually advocate for more African teams. There's, there's a guy I know right yeah. now in Burundi who's better than Neymar, but they don't know him. <laughs> No, I get you. I, I'm in support. I'm in support of making it sort of like equal. Mm. But I don't know how would the qualifiers, let's say for uh, for South America, work? Because I think also five teams from South America go. If we say fourteen teams from South America, they've only got like ten teams over there that side. <laughs> I don't know how it would work, but I I agree with you. We need to find a balance. I mm. I think maybe at maybe two more. I'll say two more from Africa at the time being. But yeah. They have to work uh, on creating a balance because we've got a lot of talent here. Yeah. Yeah, Alright. Let's move into a transfer rumor. Okay. Uh, Golini, rumored to, they say they're actually in, uh, in talks for a loan deal for him to come to Tottenham Hotspur. I think this is a sign of how Loris has gotten older and just making a few more mistakes. Is he an upgrade to Hugo Loris? That's what I wanted to find out. You know a lot of goalkeepers. Uh, mm. when, I, when I compare the two. Yeah. A part of me feels like Loris has the reflexes, you know, uh, also has the composure a lot of the times. Yeah, Loris is a mm. cat. Mm. He's a cat. He's definitely a cat. Uh, but if I then look at, let's say, Golini, positional discipline for me has been quite good, you know, when I just look at many of his games for, you know, for, 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 for Atalanta, especially that uh, season that they really did play well, you know, and they finished. Fourth, fourth, right? Think, yeah. Um, that was that was for me one of the best campaigns that ever, that, that they ever participated in, and Golini was a was a was a good show for them. How old is Golini? Uh, it should be 25, 26. Yeah. How old is Loris? 30? 33, 34. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I I think uh, it is a step in the right direction, definitely. All right. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna be an agent for a really long time because we're gonna be <laughs> talking about a lot of transfer rumors. Yeah. 
Uh, Saoni guess there's rumors uh, of him leaving at 30. I think he's gonna leave because there's a lot of teams really interested in him. Uh, there's talks of a Griezmann swap with uh, Barcelona. That's for financial reasons, of course. Yeah. Then also United and Liverpool are interested. So where should you go? What should you consider? Saul, this is time to listen. A lot of advice is coming from Asian Chris. Can, can I be honest? Yeah. Saul, ever since ever since that Bayern Munich goal. I don't know, but he's been playing different positions. I think last season he's been playing more of a central defensive midfielder most of the time and left back. So he's not really playing those attacking. Because when he first got into the uh, Atletico Madrid team, he used to play right mid a lot. Okay. Then he went into the center. Now he plays left back sometimes. Yeah, um, I think maybe for the composure and for the suit left foot, you know, yeah. probably, but... Uh, and he's also 26. Yeah, and, and also he's, uh, he's quite young, so yeah. Um, if, he, if he comes into a team like United, yeah. where is he going to play? How good are his defensive qualities? I don't know, I think he's very good. He's played mm. centre-back before, mm. he's played left-back before, yeah. he's played central defensive midfielder <laughs> before. Yeah, and when so, you play for Simeone, I think even if you're a striker, you can play CB for a game. So, so I think if he can provide some composure there at CDM, you know, for United, because I think that's the only position right now uh, that's really lacking. Centre-mid, we, we have, you know, in as much as McTominay is considered, you know, to be a very deep-line, you know, centre-mid, I think sometimes when he does pop up within the edge of the box, he has a good crack. He actually has that nice crack better than Pogba does. You're gonna get murdered. No, no, no. You're gonna get murdered. The United fans are listening to this chap. Listen. He says McTominay can strike a ball better than Pogba. Listen. Justify yourself, bro. When. Justify yourself, Chris. He. Okay, not that he can hit it better than Pogba can, but he has gotten into many positions that Pogba yeah. didn't pop into. During the season, you right. know, so yeah. that's only I want to say. No, but uh, no, sorry, forgive my 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 chat. For in terms of in terms of quality, you know, Pogba obviously, you know, is there. But in terms of work rate, I, I think I'll definitely give it to 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 you know to to McTominay. So yeah, I, I don't know how it balances out, but even for Liverpool, you he, he will fit in, but. Yeah, because they still haven't replaced uh, Gini Vijnaldum. Yeah, Gini Vijnaldum, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, actually, that, that's another talking point, so yeah. Okay. And Alex Telles, they say he might be leaving uh, United to go on loan to Roma or Inter Milan. Do you think he should leave? Because I, I think you might like depth in, in the yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, actually. Luxor has really played well, and you know he's the starter, but what if, you know, injuries. one or two injuries come yeah, back yeah, to him? You know? mm. We hope he doesn't, but you know, you never know in football. Should he leave? What should happen? But... I'll question the maturity, but Williams, for me, you know, the few times that he did come on, yeah. he has shown a bit of potential, you know, a bit of work, so... But Ole is rumored to be getting rid of him as well. Really? Yeah, they say he might get Trippier. Maybe because Trippier can play left-back and right-back, I don't know. Mm. But Williams might be going. Okay, but yeah. Mm, we can... Then one player we know for sure is not going to be around as United at the start of the season is going to be Marcus Rashford. He's going to be out for quite a period of time, I think, until October. Yeah. How is that going to uh, impact you guys? Because I think, you know, Rashford is a nailed on starter in your team, isn't it? Mm. Or is he a guy who's in it? I think he's um, a starter. Yeah, yeah. He, he is, but nah, we got depth to cover that. You got depth? Mm. Who's there? James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you don't believe in him, Chris. You don't believe in James. I don't believe in James. No, no, no. 
I criticize James. It's not that I don't oh, believe you in do him. Believe in him. Right. I do believe in him. You, you can't criticize something that you don't actually believe in. Alright. Oh, because you don't care. Because right. you don't care. Right. So so obviously when you find yourself talking about something, then definitely there should be some margin of caring that, that comes with it. Right. And when I was just seeing the way he was running past players, you know, in the in the championship or probably, you know, that goal against Southampton, I'll never forget it. Um he has moments of quality. He just needs to know how to keep himself at the top level of this game. Because, let's be honest, if he gives in that performance for, for Wales, against for United, he'll start every game. There's no way he won't. So you even bench Jadon Sancho, eh? Uh, no. <laughs> Excuse me. Never. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, so actually, yeah. Mm, I feel like it's going to be Cavani down the middle. Um, Sancho on the right, Greenwood on the left, Sancho on the uh, Greenwood on the right, Sancho on the left. All right, or Be yeah. before Rashford comes back, before Rashford, uh, uh, before uh, Rashford uh, comes back. But my but my chat is if Greenwood, Cavani, or Sancho are are gelling well enough that we're getting goals, yeah. when, he, when he comes back, please can he come on 70 minutes? All right, only as this thing of. If it's Rashford, he has to start. If it's Rashford, then he has to start sometimes. And uh, but it's uh, good. He's a good baller. No, he's a good. He's a good baller. But I mean, yeah. sometimes um, we don't really care about how big you ball. We really want points on the chat. You know. Yeah, I will see. Mm. Definitely, I think if United is playing well, I think the guys can stay in the starting lineup. But you know, United don't really start well. Yeah, that's they the don't. Thing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a. Is that what the first five games? I remember that one season. Then another ten games, they go back to eighth. Another five games go back to fourth. Another yeah. five games six. Another five games uh, second. That's your team. Another another five games first, uh, and by the end of the season you're second. Still good though. Second is better than fourth. Chelsea were fourth. Yeah, Chelsea were poor. Now yeah, I'm joking. Those are European champions. No, no, no actually, those are European <laughs> champions. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we can move on to. The next. I, I, I'm taking you back to the Euros. Mm. You remember the whole penalty debacle? You and Roy Keane. I wasn't part of it. You were criticizing Jack Grealish, saying he should take a penalty and mm. whatnot. Then Jack Grealish came out. He said he wanted to take a penalty. He said it flat out on Instagram. He said, "I told the coach I want to take a penalty." Then I was told, "No, you know, that's sort of putting Gareth Southgate under the bus." I just want to ask, if you're a professional player, is this something you do? Do you then go out in public and say, no, guys, you're criticizing me, but I wanted to take a penalty, or was he just supposed to shut up? Because I, I, I got a little feeling that, you know, it's kind of putting blame on Southgate, sort of throwing him another bat. I want to be very honest. Yeah. Uh, we cannot judge any England player for what they say, for the way they react to everything, because... Imagine you're in your, own, you're in your own country. Yeah. Then you're blamed for something, but you actually had an intent to do something else, right? Yeah. Obviously, then there are no excuses, you know, at that level and everything. But if I can be, but if if, if I can be very honest, yes, be honest, Chris. With the abuse and everything that was happening there, if I see someone attack me, I'm just straight up telling them the truth. You know. Right. So if Southgate is gonna have a reaction towards that. Then you should have a many mature relation to it because I definitely told him that I wanted to take a pen and he said no. Right. So so now for the media to come out and say, oh, why didn't Grealish take a penalty? I I think this is the tweet. 
my hard one is to take a penalty, but uh, the gaffer always has, you know, the you know the the best say. So you you can't really fight about that. He's not blaming Southgate, or is he? I don't know. I, I thought it seemed seemed as if obviously when we really look at it, yeah, it was just a blame game. Uh, ever since they, uh, they lost that game, even with France, yeah, let's look at it. As soon as they lost, uh, pointing fingers, that type of thing. But I don't know if I'm, um, if I gonna be that person or if I ever be. But I'm not one who you know who likes to talk. Oh, so you feel like really you're just gonna keep quiet uh, like that, whatever. Oh, okay. Because Reykjavik has a time, right? And he played. And people always have something to say. Yeah. Not that I'm playing. People are always going to have something to say about me. And generally speaking, in life, humans are opinionated. So they're always going to say something. But you don't really need to... You take what's right. That will help you. Grealish, you, you take all the criticism from the social media and everything. Go back into the gym, work hard. Get bigger calves. Wear your socks below your below your ankles. <laughs> your Grealish kills me. Ah, that style. Then um, I come back, get, be the most fault player, be the most fault player, create chances and win games. See, alright. Okay, let's move to something positive. <laughs> Sergio Ramos finally left Real Madrid after a long time. I, yeah. I, I, I personally thought it was time for him to go. He's not a PSG, of course. Is he going to be the guy? Because you, you spoke a lot about how they're not a team, how they're a bit of individuals and that really affects uh, their success especially in europe where you have to be a team to try to win the champions league is he the guy with his sort of leadership qualities who's gonna get around psg make everyone come together make everyone play uh, as one you know we have the same objective when on the pitch i think this might be a good signing for for psg if, if he kind of brings that sort of so it's quality. gonna be marquinhos and ramos center back i don't know maybe maybe kipembe maybe i don't know maybe they play with the back three but at least now they've got depth in that ooh, position. Ooh, that's actually quite nice. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. Ramos has that father figure, you know, uh, uh, in him. The way he was just posting videos, you know, in, in as much as, as he didn't make it for the Euros, he still saw the determination, you know, to keep yeah. running, you know, yeah. or going through his paces by himself. That's that's a lot of determination for me. So, yeah. Um, well, uh, well done on his move to PSG and... and and I hope, as you were saying, that determination, you know, that father figure, that, you know, that, that maturity yeah. in the back line can show. Because I don't want to lie, mm, that defense will probably be, you know, red hot. If you can have a Kipembe there, Marquinhos, you know, a Ramos as the back three, then you have... Donnarumma and Goal. Donnarumma and Goal. You have Gay in the midfield, you know, Verratti. Pereira is there, you know, then up front... I don't know, uh, Neymar, there haven't been any talks, uh, you know, Mbappe, there haven't been uh, any talks, so, although it's a free agent, so, yeah. Yeah, Th that's the next topic we have to talk about. You're going to be the PSG owner for about five seconds mm. now. Mm. Kylian Mbappe, he's got one year left on his contract. You know, there have been rumours that he's going to sign, rumours that he's not going to sign. What are you going to do now? Are you just going to sell him now? Look for a buyer now? Because you, you at least sell him when, when he's got a bit of value. At least you get some money back to use to replace him. Or just let him go for free the next season. What are you doing? Are you just going to bet, bet on Mbappe? I'm going to keep him, then try to convince him then throw the next year. And take the chance of him leaving on a free or sell him now. Mm. 
I have a feeling he's, he's gonna this season he's gonna have the pressure of he needs to win something definitely he wants to obviously you know uh get his name to to for someone who who won the world cup you know the the, the rumors and everything like around him are not too good you know so obviously he's he, he's trying to fix uh, that reputation Mm, horrible campaign, you know, uh, in the Euros. Probably we voted him as one of our worst players. Yeah, you, he was the worst. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I bet whatever that the club decides to do or him, it's gonna be for the best bet of can does it does does it involve trophies? So can they win for me? So yeah. So if you're the owner of PSG, you're letting him stay. He has to stay. Yeah, because uh, now I'm also thinking. PSG obviously believe they have great ambitions of winning. So if Lady Mbappe go, I, I I don't think it's a chat. Alright. Yeah. So losing for nothing. At least sell him Next now season. for yeah. At least sell him now for maybe you get 70, 80 million, I don't know, even hundred and something million for a, a guy as good as Mbappe. It doesn't maybe I'm not there as yet, but this thing's with the money. Oh, so you'd rather just keep him? Uh, they just keep him, you know, because you never know what him winning the Champions League with PSG would do for the club, would do for, for everyone else around him. So, yeah. All right. Next, we go to another top striker. Yeah. There are rumors that maybe Lewandowski is now a bit unsettled. It happens once in a while. Lewandowski says, I don't want to be at Bayern anymore. So, those, those are the rumors as well. Uh, Manchester City have tried to get Kane. They've already put 100 million plus Sterling and a lot of other players. Uh, Spurs have said no. Is this a cheaper option? Should they just give up on Kane now and go for Lewandowski or they should keep in pursuit of Kane? It's, it's a Lewandowski or Kane thing now for Manchester City. I think City would definitely want to go with a Kane, you know. Uh, he's more familiar, you know, to, to, the, to, the, to the Premier League. You might be one of the best players, yes, you know, uh, as Lewandowski uh, once showed us, you know, scoring those five against Wolves, but, you know, uh, destroying Madrid uh, in that 2012, you know, uh, Champions League uh, and everything. But um, how old is Lewandowski? He's a bit 32, older. Yeah, yeah, 32. So they definitely they definitely want to go for a Kane so that they know that at least they can have a solid four five season with Lewandowski probably playing for one or two. So do you go for a cheaper option with one or two uh, seasons, or you go for a more expensive option with probably six five seasons ahead? So yeah, I think that that's the major debate right now. Alright, let's talk about the small clubs because we, we really give mm -hmm. the small clubs some love. We're going to be talking about Arsenal now, yeah. time for the small clubs. They're trying to buy Ben White, they say, I think the bid has already agreed, 50 million pounds. Who's Ben White from again? Uh, Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, 50 million pounds, that's the part that's getting to me. I don't think he's worth that. Is he worth that? I don't know. I just want to get your opinion on that because I think it's very overpriced. Mm -hmm. uh, that's worth that. Uh, I think Ben White, 30. 30 million. 30 maybe. Okay. But yeah. do you think it's going to make a difference at an Arsenal? Is it going to help them? <sighs> Honestly speaking, like, we, we, we have to see, but my prediction is. What, what position does it be again? Center back. Hmm. Nothing. Why did you say nothing? Be, because Arsenal need a, a cross functional change, you know, from, from the back to the front. They just need to. Um, to be a change, you know, there are players, let's say, like uh, uh, Smith Rowe and stuff. Yeah, if we look at his qualities, he now needs he he can't be playing with a William. Let's be very honest. You, you, 
you can't you need to be going for you know players that can help you grow you know players that can help you be better if i can say so yeah yeah all right mm. i'll give you a moment maybe to give your team some love recently a report came from the premier league showing the clubs which play the most youngsters from the academy manchester United are number one yeah. in the premier league they give the most minutes to the academy players I don't know if that makes you feel happy or what. I'm just gonna give you a chance to mm. just say what you think about that. Should United continue believing in the youth? Because um, you you gave ten thousand minutes to to academy graduates, even though you know Pogba is also one of those because he's from the academy as well. <laughs> <laughs> the sustainability of any club, you know, especially in this modern day and age, it's. It's how many, it's 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 how many sets of eleven every year you can produce that can definitely compete at the top level. If I can be honest, um, when when players go grow with a culture, with a with a determination of of knowing that if I make it in the academy, I'm gonna have minutes. You know, I'll even look at the player. Mm, you remember Alex Gomez, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Number fifty-six had a very good under twenty, under under nineteen season. You know, then in the youth league, I saw he got his notch. You know, um, in the in the Europa League, it might be a um a, a lower level tournament. You know, uh, that you are playing in, but if I can be honest, that belief, you know, that that lad playing, you know, at a at a higher stage, you know. The youth league and the, obviously and the Europa League are obviously you know do different. The intensity is different and everything. Yeah, yeah. So by the time that Gomez is now asked to start maybe ten games in a row, week in week out, he won't complain because he's, he he has already he's already trained to play at that level, and that's because of academy football. Okay. Yeah. So 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 it's actually very very important. Just not there is yeah. okay. there there is no better there's no player. Will give you more determination than an, an academy player will because academy players they grow right the, the culture it's it's all they eat it's all they smell it's all they drink uh the the surroundings you know and everything so now when you finally wear, wear that united shirt but not for your youth team but now for the first 11 it will definitely mean way more than you know because uh, I think in the academy you're just there saying I, I want to work to get to the first team someday to the first team uh, yeah. uh, someday yeah so yeah. yeah not to make you too happy Chelsea was also second very close mm. so my team is also a bit yeah. good mm. even though I think it's going to be changing now because we've already sold uh, some academy graduates like Tomori I think Abraham is going to go as well maybe even Odoi but last was Manchester City and this is the best team in the land so what does it mean just forget about the academy and make sure you win mm. Because the only guy they've got there is Foden. They, there needs to be a balance. Mm. And they actually had Sancho as well. So it's not like yes. they don't have good players from the academy. Sancho is from the academy. They, they need that balance, right? Yeah. One, the balance. Then two, what I also then just suggest is there has to be that thing where academy guys know that even though there could be better signings within the club, we still have a significance to it, that type of thing. So yeah. for me, City have managed to find the gap between making sure that only the finest, 
finals, finals of players coming from academy, then the rest they make sure that they sign. So Sancho was not one of the finest. You you reckon you couldn't mm. make a difference at City? He could, but let's be honest. If if the manager that's there is not rating you, then he's not rating you. You 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 can't change that fact. That that's so, exactly but, the but, case. Okay, all right. The question now is: mm. Do you think Pep is stupid for not rating Sancho? No, he's I not stupid. I think I think I no. I think that was a stupid decision. Oh, Sancho is good. So Fergie is stupid as well. You made a couple of mistakes, yeah. And. One thing that I I think we really do have to accept is that managers are human and right. and, and, and you know and uh, they They've do got different opinions, op different opinions, and they do make mistakes. At some point, Fergie thought that Pogba was not the right person. You know, I, I can add in everything, let him go. Uh, yeah, I, I I still believe Fergie. Yeah. I think he's not the right person for you guys. I think you should sell him. The problem is, you know, one thing that really helps Pogba to still link with Fergie yeah. today is just those glimpses, <laughs> those those. Those moments yeah. of what? Yeah, so now, good. when he scores that bang against West Ham, then we play Burnley. Obviously, we starting here because we're like West Ham, Burnley. Mm, the oh, teams that are that you yeah. know, on the same level. But of you course, should, I, you should be doing the same. I don't think Pogba is a lot of ability. It's never a lack of ability. He does have the ability, but I think Fake got rid of him because he just thought maybe. The mentality or the attitude wasn't mm. right for his Manchester United. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Manchester United nowadays is a bit different. Pogba can fit, but yeah. in fact, it's Man United. I don't think it fit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Still speaking about mm -hmm. Manchester United, there's rumors of you guys changing tactics, going with a four-three-three next season. Bruno and Pogba. I think. Mm -hmm. how, how do you think that's gonna affect Pogba and Bruno? No. Um, Maybe Pogba doesn't have to defend a, a lot more. Maybe Bruno mm. has to defend just a lot more. I don't know. Mm. I think it's going to ruin Bruno's form. Then I'm gonna be happy. If I can be very honest. Yeah. Football. Right. Yes. When you when you when you when you get on the pitch. Yeah. We're playing for three three. I can see Bruno Fernandes there, I'm Pogba, Bruno Fernandes can see me. Whatever that it is that happens on the pitch, right? There are times when I see Kante in an attacking position and Jujinho and Kovacic are doing the <coughs> excuse me, are doing the defensive work. Yeah. But who do we know who's better at defending? Yeah, it's Kante. Who yeah. won the ball high enough the pitch? Against yeah, Madrid, it's Kante. it was Kante, right? So I hate that. No, you need to defend. I need to. All right. I, 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 I with a passion. So it doesn't matter the tactics as long as there's if, that freedom when they're playing. If we're within, if we're playing a game, right? There are people like let's say, uh, Xavi and Iniesta, right? In as much as Iniesta would come out like on the wing. It wasn't necessarily the fact that Xavi cannot also get into those positions. That's my thing. There needs to be some sort of a gel within the team. Knowing that, let's be very honest. At some point, I thought Guzman was a, was a central midfielder. Because at some point, I see they're doing rotation. Furela is the one who's getting the ball into the box. And Guzman is almost finishing uh, 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 on the 45. How does that happen? It's just purely teamwork. It's just purely teamwork. Bruno Fernandes, we know, has the legs to run as an eight, right? We also know Pogba has uh, has the same legs. 
if the ball breaks on on the right hand side, is Bruno Fernandes gonna do that job that he does and not cover because Pope is supposed to be doing defensive work? If it's on your side of the pitch and it's in your half, it's it's in your half space, then you close the angle in uh, in that half space. You yeah. know, Do, uh, that type of thing. Then when you attack, Bruno Fernandes. Pogba should have the ability to know that if I ping in, obviously when you talk about really long balls, Bruno is more of a killer pass into the goal. Uh, Pogba is more of a key pass into an area where at least you know we can have some danger, right? If if one is deeper and Pogba is higher, don't now change your game just because maybe Pogba is, is in uh, is in that uh, advanced position. My one thought actually is that. Bruno Fernandes should just look to create. Just create the normal, the normal way you create. Look for, even let's say sometimes if, if you see that you're being overloaded a bit, you can even tell Pogba to just shift a bit so that you can close the lines uh, together. I see. Those type of things. Okay. So to just finish it, quick prediction. Where do you think United are finishing in the next Premier League season? In the position? I'll probably say second or higher. <laughs> <laughs> Second Ohio. All right. Mm. This is going to be an interesting season. It has to be second Ohio, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Now going to Spain. Mm -hmm. There are rumors that, you know, I think Coutinho is like three games away from an installment where Barcelona have to pay a fee to Liverpool. Rumors are if they don't get rid of him, they, if they can sell him or loan him, they're just not going to play him this season because they just don't want to pay the money to Liverpool. They don't have the money to, to pay to Liverpool. Is that fair on Coutinho? Coutinho has been through it, eh? <laughs> this past four years. Yeah, ever since he went to Barcelona. He hasn't played a game. He hasn't played for the national team. He hasn't... I think his stats... Can, can you even still do that color? I don't know. You you don't even know if he's, he's still good anymore. You don't even know. I have not seen the lad play football for a while now. Mm, not really knowing the level, what really money does, you know, at, at, at that level, yeah. Oh, we are still very keen. Yeah, I think we always talk about. We were yeah. so keen to realize that. Okay, when you do have when you're in that position, what does it really mean? Um, if I was to continue, honestly speaking, yeah. I would just look to play. But how, they're how just gonna put you on the bench. They're just gonna. I think how if, much is it getting? If he plays three games, they have to pay Liverpool something like ten million pounds. You have to pay Liverpool. They have to pay Liverpool, yeah, 10 million pounds. That's why they don't want to play Coutinho. Not continue. Not continue. Coutinho <laughs> is still on his wage, right? But they owe Liverpool money. You know, when they were doing the deal, they would sound like if Coutinho plays like 50 games, then you pay us this amount of money. If he scores this amount of goals, then we pay you this amount of money. So now, if he plays these three games, yeah. they will owe Liverpool 10 million pounds. So they just don't have that money. They don't have that money. Yeah, They're just going to keep him on, on, on the bench and not play him anymore. So uh, I don't know how that that is for his career, eh? It's messed up. <laughs> it's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is, Chris. It's messed up. Nah, you understand? nah. Because the thing is, is no, no teams, is. no teams wanna buy him as well. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So yeah. Maybe he's, he's just going to retire. I don't know. What what should he do now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Barcelona also want to buy Hector Bellerin because they lost. Uh, no, Inter Milan. I'm sorry. Inter yeah. Milan want to buy Hector Bellerin because they lost uh, okay, okay. Hakimi. But they have. Uh, who's this? Which one now? Jamil. Yeah, but do you think it's good enough? 
Maybe not. So, so I, I think, yeah, uh, uh, Bellerin can do the job for them. All right. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, then this interesting story from the last week. Yeah. The Serie A is banned green kits Why? from the 2022 season. Mm -hmm. I don't know, apparently they're saying the TV, the people who pay the TV money, you know, like the channel Sky and whatever for the rights, they're saying if a team wears a green kit, it's just so, so, so similar to the pitch. So the viewers maybe don't see the players. Okay, as no, much. Um, you agree? I think that makes sense, yeah. Right. So what do Sassuolo do? What I was actually thinking of is, yeah. um, I introduced another kit. You put the white and green. No, but uh, I think the same. Okay, yeah, Sassuolo wear black and green, right? Mm. But uh, they haven't really said they're going to ban Sassuolo's kit, but it might happen. Mm, yeah. Is that fair? Because, mm. you know, it's a home kit. Maybe if it's mm. an away kit, you know, you just yeah. like, yeah, I'll put any other card. Another thing that, that I can just say is, yeah. you know, um, some football grades or clubs just take this thing too personal, you know? This color thing. Mm -mm, not this color thing, but so many things in, like around the world of football. Yeah. Right, we don't probably we don't know the channels. Probably there's some hidden information that we haven't really researched about, and we really need to. But I was noticing that the other day. Yeah. Sometimes even wearing white during an afternoon game, I I don't think it, it yeah. works well because you see even that times when they try to adjust the contrast. You remember that time when I was saying oh, that guy yeah. is is good at uh, changing yeah. the contrast. Yeah. It's because he was doing quite well. But. Why go through the stress of having to change the contrast, you know, on the TV when you can just easily, you know, just have players there wearing kits that can allow them, you know, just just wear a kit. I don't know. Just I don't know. Would you like it? Let's when say. I was in primary school, yeah. They'll ask us. <laughs> sorry for the stress. They'll, they'll, they'll ask us. Uh, do you guys want to wear red and green today, or green or red? Just be like, whatever. Bah. We need, to go, we need to go win the match. Just give us a kit so that we can go with this kit. I don't know. Maybe it comes to a situation where, like, the Premier League pass it is off. Yes. Uh, you can't wear red kits, then United can't wear red now. Does the Sassolo kit have green on it? Sassolo badge have green on it? Yeah, it does. It does. That's what I'm saying. From 2023, the Premier League <laughs> says United can't wear red anymore. Ah, uh, no. You say, no, I'm just saying, but for you, example. But you can't ban red, though. <laughs> I, I know I'm just saying for example if they find an excuse to ban the red kit are you going to be okay with that then United maybe changes to wearing blue like Chelsea no no we we'll, we'll never wear blue if, uh, we'll, that's I'm saying I, as, as a, if that's your new home kit because it's been banned I'll only wear a Chelsea jersey for the drip you know not for <laughs> not, not wearing blue and you wearing blue because no I'm just saying oh, why, so why United in blue yeah oh, no no please Maybe that, that's how the Sassuolo fans are feeling about it as well. Like Sassuolo in red. You know, we have to live Yo, green. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. It does make sense. So, so, so I guess my, my, my feeling of it probably makes sense. <laughs> well. Yeah. Mm. A guy you never loved. Mm. In another. You know, there's speculation. Your doesn't like Yeah, no, I don't like him for reasons. No, I used no. to rate him. Then you were like, Chris, no. how do you like this player? No, it's not about liking him. How I think I you... like him. It's the same thing we're talking about when it comes to criticism. Mm. I criticize him because I, I like him. I think he's talented. Mm. Yeah, that's why I criticize him. But there's rumors that he's not wanted in Madrid anymore. I don't blame them. He's been shit for them. <laughs> but I don't know. I just want to get your feeling on this. Should they mm. move on? I think uh, it's time to move on. They should move on. Yeah, I, move on. I, I the way Chelsea worry. moved on. Yeah, the way Chelsea and and and, and let's be honest, did Chelsea miss Hazard? No, not really. No, no, no. 
But where should he go now? I, I actually think if Hazard leaves Madrid now, he's not going to go to a top team. Maybe even go to a Leicester. I think that's his quality now. No, just because of the injuries. He's talented, but you know, he's always injured. He's never playing. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. so I think he should leave Madrid. Yeah. So we're in agreement, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So the last one now. Uh, this is a guy you've always been saying. Tinashe, I think he's good. I think if he leaves this club, you know, you can actually see how good he is. Dwight McNeil. Dwight. Yeah, they say he might be going to Everton. Is that the right step? Um, for for me, step yes. Direction? Yeah. Because I'll look at his game, right, against Burnley. Sorry, with Burnley. Yeah, with Burnley, yeah. Um, he has this... He, he's young. He's 21, right? Yeah, yeah. Um... Tell me if he goes to a club where you remember that banger that he hits that he hits against, against Everton. Again, against Everton. <laughs> yeah. If he can get that free roam, I mean, imagine getting the ball from Sigurdsson, you know, uh, cutting in onto your on, on, onto your uh, left foot. Imagine having a coach who tells you play left wing because all you're supposed to do is put the ball in the box. <laughs> so right, yeah, and he's also playing under Rafa. What he can do is coach. obviously. For, for for Everton, I don't think they will have any real reason playing him on the left because if they're looking for crosses, Dinier is their guy. I mean, he always comes from uh, uh, from left back. He probably just add numbers in, in the midfield. Sorry, in the in the edge of the box, or probably he has that you know silky touch that he did show you know against Everton. You know to then score that killer top corner past past uh, Jordan Pickford who's but he's kind of redeemed himself now. After yeah, no, he did, know. he did. I, so, I yeah, still think yeah. he's a scrappy keeper, but yeah, at least he's got he's got some mm. yeah some so, equity. So, so yeah, um, I think that wise move, wise move, wise move for him. Yeah, yeah. I think so as well. And, and 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 I do get that he gets uh the the you know the game time and then add a bit of meat. Yeah, Richarlison, McNeil, potatoes, potatoes in the body, you know. A lot of spaghetti. Spaghetti, pasta, <laughs> and uh, pineapple on the pizza. Uh, no, never. <laughs> it doesn't work. All right, so, so yeah. yeah, that was it for now. Uh, that was it for now. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. I don't know how. I don't know how you fail to subscribe, how you fail to like, to comment. Um, if you speak like that, then definitely you can't put the pineapple on a pizza. Yeah. So from now on, never. You're never going to have pineapple on a pizza, right? Promise the viewers, Chris. Funny enough, I actually have one in the pizza box. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, that was uh, it for this week. Thank you very much for Thank you very much. Us. Yeah. Uh, we enjoyed this. Chris giving you a lot of wrong information. Yeah. Whilst I was trying to correct him, even though you know he's a bit stubborn, but yeah. That was it, eh? Yeah. Um we'll, uh, I think next week we might look at the Premier League, you know, just predict top four and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know. If do you think that's right? Just uh, bring in a couple formations, you yeah. know, probably a couple of reviews and exactly. everything. So, yeah. Right. Uh, please uh, do join us. Uh, please uh, like, subscribe, and uh, comment on the on the, on the yeah. content. Uh, yeah, Chris remember, really likes the comments. <laughs> please uh, remember to also, you know, uh, follow us uh, on uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and subscribe on YouTube as well. Exactly. And uh, turn on the notification button so that as soon as we have a new video, you can get the notification on your phone. Then um, uh, we engage and we can give you more information and more insight on the one of the world's biggest and most loved games. I think that's the best outro we've ever done. Ah, mm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>